Let's Define Win, a podcast for everyday horse enthusiasts to laugh, commiserate, and learn that life is all about how you define wins. All right, folks, so we are back for week 13, episode 13, um, first episode of 2021, and you know, I think I think it's a pretty, I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Not sure if I'm talking the year of the episode, so we will stay tuned and find find out. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about not downplaying successes and how you need to celebrate all of your successes, no matter um, how big or small they may be. Um, we're going to talk about superlatives or superlatives. We're not quite sure. The wording? Oh, the yearbook things. Yeah, the yearbook things, most likely to X, Y, and Z. So we're going to talk about some of those. Uh, we'll talk about how you can tell us you have a horse without telling us you have a horse. And then, you know, we'll just trail off somewhere completely different, and we're going to bring it on home. Okay, so one thing that I catch myself doing a lot, and I know – We've had this conversation numerous times, but I always find myself trying, and maybe I'm just trying to like tamp down my own expectations or like tamp down so that way I'm not like feeling too confident going into the next show. But I always catch myself saying phrases like, yeah, we had a good weekend, but we're just at an open show or yeah, you know, we won that class, but it was a split amateur class. So there was only six horses in the amateur junior. You know, it wasn't like there was a huge class. Like, do you ever, do you ever catch yourself doing that or am I? Oh, all the time. You know, no one showed up or it was just me in the class or yeah, we got lucky or, you know, all the other horses spooked or something like that, you know, just downplaying some sort of achievement. You know, saying like, oh, all the other horses spooked or whatever. Like, I almost always come out of a class and I'm like, well, clearly the judges didn't see us break in the corner or like, clearly, you know, we just were the least bad today, you know, like whatever it is. And again, like, I don't know if that's just me downplaying it for my own like ego or whatever. But I think it's so important and it's like, it's so necessary to like, celebrate those little wins you know what I mean like right it doesn't matter if you're at the paint world it doesn't matter if you're at a weekend open show like if you won the class like that should be celebrated and that should be something that you should be proud of right and part of me wonders if it's like I downplay you know something to make it this sounds terrible but to like make it seem cooler you know like oh, it was just a whatever show, you know, I'm not really that, I wasn't really trying, you know, kind of like the kid that's like, oh, I didn't actually study and I aced it, you know, type thing. Yeah, well, Uh, I think that just goes back to our, like, you don't want to make it look like you spent all summer trying to perfect the skill or to, like, increase your level to win, and then when you do, you're like, oh, yeah, whatever, it's not a big deal. Right, right, exactly. Partially why I feel like sometimes you don't necessarily want to put your goals out there either because you're just being so vulnerable. No, I totally agree. Again, like part of the reason like I downplay things so often is like I don't want to be super excited about winning the trail or whatever at this weekend breed show and someone's like, oh, you're excited about winning a tr- the trail at the weekend show? Well, I just won at the world show. You know what I mean? Like I don't want 
you know, like, I don't want people to be like, oh, like, that's, that's her, her end all be all. Right. You don't need to not, don't worry about Angela. She's just excited because she won at the breed show locally last weekend or whatever. Right. When in actuality, I should be just excited that I didn't have to get off my horse and lead him across the bridge. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. You know, like, maybe you're, maybe you have friends, or maybe, like, you're just at a barn, you know, and everyone does different shows or does different associations, circuits, whatever, right? And people might have different goals and have different paths to get places, but I think it still is important to, you know acknowledge your successes you know for yourself but for other people too mm-hmm. like right. certain obstacles can be fixed or hurdled wherever right so I think it's important for you to acknowledge and not downplay the success not only for people to understand your achievements but also like for you to keep your momentum going on like it's not fair to yourself even no I totally agree like I think as soon as you just start downplaying yourself, something, you're just selling yourself short. And, you know, whatever your reason for it is, is it, you know, it's not good enough. You know what I mean? Like, you should never downplay yourself, I guess. Like, you should never give yourself Wait, a reason. If, if no one takes you seriously, if you're not your own advocate, who's, who's it going to be? Exactly. And I think it's hard, again, you know, we've, we've said that several times. Like, it's hard to put your goals out there. It's hard to, you know very noticeably care it's hard because you know then when things don't work out you're probably more embarrassed because you shared you know hey I wanted to be top five at the world show and the showmanship this year and I literally lost my horse or like my horse didn't back up or right no one no one wants to be the kid that admits to studying for a hundred hours for this one exam and then failing like no one wants to be that person exactly but I think it's okay to be that person. Like, I think it's okay to give a damn and we should normalize that. And we should normalize, you know, defining your win as not necessarily winning, but like also like celebrating those victories. Like if you want to walk track class of two people and the other horse only had three legs, like celebrate that. Like it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think similar to that, you know, celebrate your wins and also, you know, create that like level of independence where like your excitement can come from yourself as well and understanding your successes. And then also, you know, when you show with different people and at different barns and friends and stuff like that, you know, different people treat different shows differently. You know, they're like, oh, you know, to use the same line, oh, it's just an open show or oh, it's just whatever show or, you know, I'm really saving myself for, I'm saving myself for the world show. Like, don't let that get in your head either, right? I think it's kind of similar to, like, if you downplay your own excitement, you know, don't downplay a show that someone else is also – don't downplay your excitement or the work you're putting into a show because someone else is downplaying it. You know, if that's, like, your pinnacle for the summer or the show season, go ahead and make it known. Exactly. Exactly. No, I think it's okay to be wherever you're at and to be – excited about whatever you're excited about you know like whatever lights the fire in your belly like I don't have that so like I think you should celebrate yours you know like I think you should go for it right right I don't know how many times like I've been around people who are like yeah I'm really excited like last week and we just had a really good show like whatever whatever and you know it might be like a small local show or whatever half and like you know some people might look at me like really like that's what you're excited I was like 
heck no like I wish I could be that excited about those things like I wish I could generate enough excitement on my own to keep me going and rationalize my spending (laughs) (laughs) exactly no that's a bit that's a big piece of it yeah, and I think if anyone downplays your excitement... I said, if anyone's downplaying your excitement, you don't need them in your life. <laughs> like, that's not the kind of person that you need. If anyone's downplaying your give-a-damn, send them, send them on through, man. Get them out. You just don't have time. Don't, shit, I don't have the energy for that. You gatecart that person, okay? Excuse me, you're lame. Actually, that one fits. That's a pretty good pun right there. <laughs> Yeah, gate card them. Gate card the losers in your life or the down players. Gate card, gate card, gate card the naysayers. Get it? Nay. That's our title. Big brains over here. The Let's Define Win Studios. <laughs> Big brains are coming at you. Yeah, gate card the naysayers. And if you're the naysayer, get on board. If you don't have a gate, if you don't have a naysayer in your life, you're probably the naysayer. Probably you, honey. Or you've done a really good job of gate carding everyone. <laughs> you're either at the beginning or the end of the process. Right, right. So I, I have a funny I want to talk about before we get into our next funny. I was thinking about this today. So you know the super laditives that you see sometimes in high school yearbooks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the best smile or most, or most likely to be under a bridge, right? Yeah. What are some common superlatives that you think are either in like, whether you just show with friends or you show at the barn, what do you think are some common superlatives? If that's how they're pronounced. If it's not, don't write in and tell us otherwise. Superlatives or superlatives? I don't know what it is. Super laxatives? You're from Wisconsin. You say things just a little bit differently than the rest of us. We're a little bit of a border between Wisconsin and Iowa, though, so I'm not sure we can really attribute it to that, but we'll sure try. It was my stint up in Roseville. Oh, man. Hanging your was super... I've got one. So I feel yeah. like every barn or every group has the nice one. Oh, go talk to so-and-so. They're the nice one. Or like... Oh, yeah. She's so nice. Oh, yeah, she's the nice one of the group. I can tell you, I don't think... I've been called nice. I don't think I've ever been called the nice one, though. You know, I lied. I think when you talk about you and me, you have Mm -hmm. referred to me as the nice one, but I think other people, that's it. (laughs) I'm just building you up. Yeah, like, the nice one, or the one that has extra stuff, the one that brings extras. Yes. Um, You make friends with that person. Yeah, you... You make friends with that person. You never let them go. You don't gate card them. The one who brings treats, you know? Oh, the food bringer, yeah. Yeah, yeah the food really bringer. Good. With the really good homemade stuff, too, sometimes if you're lucky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Along yeah. those lines, I think there's also the booze bringer or the drinker. Yeah. <laughs> the one that drinks but somehow makes it in their class. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've showed up to a show after work on a Friday like mm-hmm. ready and, and people are already like started and I'm like it is like 6 p.m like do we really hate our lives this much but okay do you understand we have to show tomorrow morning yeah. okay okay like, so I think I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed yeah um the one that I would maybe be is the one that's most likely to go in the wrong class <laughs> um the shitty listener 
Yeah, the one who, I'm deaf in one ear, so is it my fault? Um, There's always, like, the dramatic, the crier, the attention seeker. I think both of them are together. Yeah, the dramatic, the crier. Um, there's the, I could have done, what is it? What am, what am I trying to say? I could do better, maybe, or, like, I could have beat that horse, or I have beaten that horse. The rationalizer. Oh, yeah, there's, that's a good one. We've definitely always, talked about the rationalizer. There's always a rationalizer. What else? What else do you got? There's the one who can do the makeup. Or the one who can do the hair. Both of yeah, them. the hairdresser. Those are important. You need to make friends with her, with them, too. You need to keep the hairdresser, and you got to keep the one who brings the extra stuff. Yeah, those are important people to have. There's um, the knowledge fountain. What else is there, though? Hmm. The explainer. The mm. one who always tells you what's what. Yeah. Sometimes you don't like to hear what's what but you have somewhat appreciated. Oh. The dog mom. The dog mom. My favorite. I like the dog mom. Well, there's maybe two. There's the one that brings the pack, and then there's the one who plays with. Just has, like, yeah. There's always the baby talker. Oh. You know, like, baby talks to their horse or baby talks to their dog. I I don't know. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's the clueless. Yeah. <laughs> Is this applied to either one of us? Maybe, but you maybe. know what? <laughs> yeah, maybe that was your goes in the wrong class one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. No, but like the one who like just doesn't, not necessarily, like, they don't understand what's going on. They're just not really paying attention. They're slightly aloof, you know? hmm And there's always the one who's trying just too hard. And you're like, honey, just tamper down. Just tamper down. Yeah. So, earlier today, we asked, we did a thing on our Instagram where all good things happen with Let's Define Win outside the podcast. Um, we asked people... How, tell us how, tell us that you own or show horses or anything along those lines without actually explicitly saying so. And I think we got some pretty good answers. Some very relatable answers. I know before I was like, I can't be the only one. Good news, folks. We're not the only ones. Let's go back and forth and just read them. Okay. Rubber boots and sweatpants. (laughs) That one was good. I like that. That Someone else had the one that was like, Shit, I I always have shit on my boots. Yeah. I like that one. That one was good. That was a good one. Um There were so many about like pay. Like yes, zero dollars so in my checking account. Ninety-nine percent of my pay goes to my hobby. Um I work all week just to use my income on someone other than me without a thank you. <laughs> I feel that one. I'm broke. Oh gosh. Um my knees crack when I walk. Yeah, I thought that was only me. Okay, good. I'm glad. They're so loud. I so know. So loud. Um oh 
for anyone that shows in Tulsa, we had someone write in that says, I should probably just buy an apartment in Tulsa. <laughs> I think yeah, no that could be a side hustle. We could, we could do apartments in Tulsa and just rent them out. Yeah, we should buy a house in Tulsa and like Airbnb it, except for one more there. I like it. Let's look into it. If, if, um, we're here, if we're not here next week, folks, it's because we've figured out how to turn this Airbnb thing in Tulsa profitable. Let's see. Oh, gosh. There's another one. I set 10, 10 alarms for the morning, <laughs> so I'm not late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel that one for sure. I mean, granted, I set about five on the weekday, but that's fine. Um, my best friend only fits in the trailer <laughs> like my 600 pound life <laughs> no it's just my four horse my four hood my four hooked friend um i can tell you all about horse insurance but nothing about my medical insurance i am so careful where, where i am walking right now with the ice now that i like i don't even know who my medical insurance provider is I know. Now that I'm 26 and I literally have to pay for my own uh, mishaps if I have them, I'm like, hmm, not having mishaps this winter or ever. Right, right. I'm going to bubble wrap myself. Watch me on, like, dogs this upcoming summer. Ooh, looks pretty dicey. I'm not walking on that. Not that looks like a twisted ankle to me. <laughs> oh, God. Sparkly outfits jogging around. <laughs> yeah. I'm not uh, proud of the sparkly outfits that I've taken that up with this hobby, but you know what? I guess I'm here for it. Oh, here we go. Talking baby daddies is completely normal and encouraged. Someone, we were talking about this yesterday at the barn, and someone was talking about, you know, so, so-and-so picks out the best baby daddies. And I was like, like what? <laughs> oh, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, at one of the last shows I was going to, someone goes, oh, I just love making babies. And I was like, what? And then he's like, yeah, I have 32 of them. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, horse babies. Gotcha. Okay. I was uncomfortable until I put two and two together. <laughs> yeah, that one's, that one's. Yikers. Yeah. That could be a great pickup line on a Tinder profile or whatever dating profile people use nowadays. I have no idea. Um, here we go. Ultra thin brown hairnets that you have to get a 20-pack of and nothing less. Yep. I guess for you it might be blonde. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I need some hairnets. You know, when I think of hairnets, when someone says hairnets to me, I never think of you know, it's like horse showing for me for the most Yeah, I think of like the lunch lady. Lunch ladies, exactly. And is it because I just don't care and put enough detail into my hair? Maybe that's why I don't do great on the horsemanship or anything like that? For sure. For sure, the only reason why I don't do good on the horsemanship. Maybe. But yeah, it really goes back to the mozzarella sticks and stroganoff meatloaf days of <laughs> school and elementary school. I, I, I have a couple others that I want to bring up okay. that aren't, it's, it's different from this past topic. Okay. Okay. So, I know earlier we in a couple of previous episodes we had talked about buying things off of Facebook, and I saw one today that was like priced reasonably. It was talking about a horse, and it just said priced reasonably. Like, and I think this might have been one that you brought up, and it like probably why it stuck out to me, but it didn't even give like 
four figures, five figures, whatever, right? It was mm-hmm. just twice reasonably. I was like, do you know the market? What does that mean? Worse? Or do you want me to like suggest a price and like ask if you'll take this much? <laughs> and then you'll just add five, five grand. Are you open to suggestions right now? Or like what's, what's happening? Like you're not setting yourself up for success there. Just disappointment. Yeah. No kidding. Or maybe you know that it's not worth a lot. And so you ask people, hoping that they'll just grasp at straws and give you an additional zero. You're just hoping that someone thinks your animal is wildly above what you thought it's worth. Just absolute natural talent. Huh. Okay. Oh, you know what inspires me? Um, the threat of embarrassment. <laughs> like, nothing makes me work harder than the prospect of being embarrassed. And I know we've talked several times about, like, it's okay to be embarrassed because that means you care and that means you have the appetite for growth. But, yeah, like... The feeling of not being called off the wall, like, that's what's going to drive my 2021 season. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel that. I was, like, thinking about what my goals were for 2021, and I was like, so how many of these are reasonable? Before I out loud admit to desiring any of these, should I maybe think about how I need to get there first? (laughs) And am I willing to do what it takes to get there? And then I went, Mm, couch is pretty comfortable. I think I'm good. Yeah, I think it's like, that's kind of the make or break point is when you've identified what you want to see happen or like what you want as your goal. And then, because it's so easy to be like, well, that just wasn't attainable, you know, like, guess I couldn't cut it, you know, whatever and move on. It's like, you didn't actually give it an honest effort. But like, when you give it an honest effort and you say like, all right, you know, I want to win the showmanship. Okay, so that means I'm going to need to practice probably every day for at least an hour. Okay, like, so where am I going to carve out that time in my schedule to go do that? Where am I, like, you know, who am I going to get coaching from? Like, what shows am I going to go to? And, like, what's going to be my measurement of success, like, leading up to that point? So, like, I know I'm on the right track. Yeah, maybe if it's maybe if it's practicing every day up to the show, maybe by the time I'm 80 with the sporadic practicing that I plan to do will suffice. I'm still walking on my own accord by 80. All right, thanks everyone for joining in on what was sure to be your favorite half hour of the week on episode 13 of Let's Define Win, Gate Card the Naysayers. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook at Let's Define Win for both of those. And if you're enjoying us, make sure you leave us a review and letting your friends know. Thanks and see you next week.